Alright guys, welcome to the Old Glory Red Report. And in today's video we have our first match preview of the Republic FC's 2019 season. In today's video we will definitely discuss our opponent, Real Monarchs. We'll also talk about the new kits, we'll talk about tailgating, and other topics. And we'll do that right after this. We have the usual cast of characters plus a special guest, Casey J, Mark Anthony. I am the special guest, thank he you. Is the one. <laughs> we don't normally see this guy. No, no. You don't see me very often in these videos. Oh, wow. We're off to a great start this year. Yeah, uh, we got John, of course, and our special guest. You've probably seen him at the games before. He's usually leading the TBB. <laughs> Alex Tasker, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, Mark. Thanks for having me tonight. Absolutely, man. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, of course. Couldn't miss it. First oh, one of the year. Come yeah, on. Awesome. Nope. Thanks for wearing the same sweatshirt as John. You know, they <laughs> didn't tell me to color coordinate, but I had a feeling in my gut that somebody would, so. We're wearing the same jeans, too. Same jeans. Yeah, I actually same. got them from his closet. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It was pretty much a full ensemble all the way down to the black and white shoes. Yeah. yeah we're, we're doing good with the color We spent more time planning this than anything we've done all year. Yeah, we're just going to ramble for about like an hour and a half but <laughs> gotta, this fill, is, gotta fill that time you gotta fill so All how right, about guys. the uh, soccer <laughs> so oh, you want to talk about soccer obviously? oh that's why we're here okay. oh, never mind. we have our first game <laughs> this saturday papa murphy's park you know where it is man i'm excited about it this season i mean i'm always excited about the start of the season but this season feels a little bit different in my opinion i don't Absolutely. know mm -hmm. casey what do you think man well like we talked about with the tailgate ramping up to this with the you know the well coming in and adding some money this season does have that little bit of spice that little bit of kick to the start um, i think you know real monarchs are going to be a hard team to start out with uh, they haven't lost a game on the home opener yet or on the opener yet home or away so that's a statistic that's going against us they have been a pretty strong team the last couple seasons so that worries me but the tailgating and all the festivities beforehand, that's gonna be a good time. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. There's been, not only with the tailgate, not only with, you know, uh, I'm really excited about the new pitch. We've really needed one. Yeah, we did. We've also had the hype around Burkle, but there just seems to be something in these transfers that we've had this year. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I think, you know, more experience, more skill, more quality than we've seen in previous years. I'm really excited about that, especially to see some of these guys we've not seen play yet. I expect we'll see a lot of them in the starting lineup, too. You know, I think you hit the nail on the head. One transfer I'm really excited about seeing is uh, Stefano Bonomo. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to see what he can bring. Fast. That, that, that. Oh, gotcha. Um, you know what I mean. Stefano Bonomo, <laughs> Stefano Bonomo. Nah, I have, I've already been from here. That's not happening. Um, I'm excited to see what he brings to the pitch. Uh, I'd like to see him, like, see how he relates with uh, Cameron Awasa up front as far as attacking. And then getting uh, Tyler Blackwood back, I think, is a huge addition back for us. Uh, he did really well with Swill Park last year. I think it's going to be great to have him back. He just brings that added level of pace along the wing that I think we kind of lacked the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, you know, we retained a lot of really key guys, like seeing Elliot Horde staying with us. Josh Cohen's been our MVP at the back last year. Kept us in way too many games. So if we could take some of the pressure off of him there, um, getting Harris, I think it's a great way to replace the Emmer Clemental loss. 
Um, I think the, the squad this year, given Elliott a full offseason to work with uh, Donovan to bring in all the players in, I think is going to be huge for us this year. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. You nailed a few things there, too. <laughs> Not just uh, the excitement, but, I mean, talking about the roster additions, but you touched on the key part that we've talked about before. We basically kept the spine of the team, I feel like. Mm -hmm. um, even a guy like Tainer, he was new last year, but I still feel like he was a, he was a key contributor and somebody that was important to keep, right? Absolutely. Uh, Cohen, Awasa, I mean, what else can you say, right? Um, right. But other than that, man, uh, this season feels a little bit different with those key returning players, but with some solid additions that I think we're all excited about. Mm -hmm. One big issue we had last season was our goals per game was like down to like 1.3 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, not very good return. Having Bonomo come back, having Blackwood come back, adding some width out there, getting the balls in. Mm -hmm. Bonomo's a bigger guy. He's a, he's a strong kind of center forward. Kind Almost of an Adam John S kind of a, a, a target to hit for a cross. We didn't have that last season. Iwasa did his best in that position. B Jeff did a little bit in that position every once in a while trying to yeah. do the hold up. I think with him coming in, we'll get that goal average up, you know, probably into the two goal range, hopefully. And that'll be a key for us pushing forward this season. One of the things I'm, I'm really excited too is I felt a lot last season, the only person we really had up top, and, and this isn't completely correct, but I felt like we only had Cameron Owasa up front. I felt that in a lot of games. He was the only guy who was up front who was making attacks. But he's also not an incredibly fast player. He's big, he can make runs, but he's not... He's not quick, he's not speedy. And I think adding Tyler Blackwood gives, I mean, it, maybe Tyler Blackwood won't start, but he's a tool that we have that we can either complement Awasa with some extra speed or replace him with some extra speed. Mm -hmm. It's something that I think that we could really, really use. Yeah, I mean, adding Bonomo, I mean, let's be honest, Isley didn't really work out last year. No. I thought he, he would a, do better than he did. He had a lot of promise. He showed up big in a couple games, but throughout the whole season, there weren't too many times where he really stepped up. And, you know, you can't just rely on a Wasa to score all your goals. And, you know, you pointed it out. We didn't score very many goals. Fortunately, we're, and we're usually one of the best defending teams every year, we don't give up a lot of goals. But we were drawing games That's because we couldn't get that second goal, that third goal. One nils you know. were the one nils were the score line to have last mm -hmm. season. It and was a lot of times one goal equals two extra points. And that yeah. makes a big difference at the end of the season. Well, we also blew a lot of opportunities. If you go back to the game that uh, Real Monarchs played at our stadium last year, the game ended 0-0 because uh, Owasa put one off the crossbar. He put two off the post. He missed the penalty. We missed open opportunities, ones where we should be able to convert there. I think the key isn't necessarily um, getting more attackers. It's getting guys who are better at converting the open opportunities here. Um, the other thing I, I was thinking just... Yeah, if we can stay off the injury sheet, I mean, that's obvious for any sport, any team. But, we, you know, Moffitt went down last year, and he was gone for most of the year. We had a couple guys on the defense go down. Like you mentioned, our yeah. defense has been pretty stout. They've uh, added a beer couple pun. good backups, yeah. <laughs> beer pun, stout. But if our defense can stay uh, rock solid, we know what Cohen brings to the table. We've seen him, like, bail us out of a couple of games uh, last year. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm definitely excited to see what our defense brings, uh, probably more than our offense, because I know Elliott's going to get that team working towards more goals. But I'm excited to see like if our defense plays a little bit higher up, uh, more as an offside trap, or if we'll drop back a little bit more.
you brought up playing real uh, Monarchs last year. Mm -hmm. Now, they're not the team they were last year. They no. did lose quite a few players. Some players did move up to the full first squad of MLS. Um, so there's a new coach in. He did manage, I was an assistant over at Byron for a while. He did manage Chivas for a bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much that's going to change it up there. They've had a good program there, and they do feed the top club a lot. And I think they'll continue doing that. So I don't know how much the manager will get, but you think bringing a manager with that experience, how do you think that's going to affect the Monarchs? Uh, you know, I'm not sure what to expect from them. What I do know is that they don't have Chandler Hoffman any longer. That guy was not only a thorn in the side of the Republic, but he was a big time player in the Western Conference. 28 goals and 65 appearances for Monarchs. That's an incredible goal scoring streak. It's hard to replace that. So. They weren't a team that scored a ton of goals regardless. That was with him. I'm not sure. But what I do know is that they are always one of the more organized teams in the league. You talked about how it was 0-0 last year. Mm -hmm. They're hard to break down. They don't they give up a lot of goals just like we don't give up a lot of goals. So it might be a low-scoring game. Uh, the ones I, uh, they're bringing in Kyle Coffey and Sam Brown, a midfielder and a forward that have practiced with the first team. They played together in college. They have uh, a sense of like uh, connection on the pitch. They've played with each other before. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if our defense and our, uh, our defensive midfield can limit the chances that those two get uh, if they do make the starting 11. And on a completely different note, I want to say I think this is the perfect game to start the season off with. We've got these two teams who are always really consistent, really organized, really good teams. I think this is a prime start for us. Um, you know, you mentioned they've added players with very similar backgrounds. We have a lot of the same thing with our players, too. You know, we've yeah. got a lot of players who've gone to the same universities, played on the same teams for a number of years. So it's, it's two teams who it seem to have a very similar belief behind team building. And I think that's going to make for a great opening day match. And even if you take away from both of the players, or both sides of the players, it's opening night. You want to put your best foot forward. It's the first real game. These games are with points now. And, you know, like you've seen in the standings, it could be one point, two point difference from playoffs, which USL Championship now has a new playoff uh, let's not even, Let's not even. Well, get we'll get to that, that later in the season. <laughs> That's a different but podcast. One, two points could get you in or out of the playoffs. So you want to get off on the right foot. You want to start building your momentum for that long summer stretch, especially if you play at Papa Murphy's Park, where it's a tough place to play at. Uh, when you get into the summer months, it's going to be sweltering. The bugs are going to be flying. So you're going to want to get this well, one. The bugs will be flying. They will be oh, flying. Will. It's almost like Starship that. Troopers out there. It's that bad. <laughs> yeah, you, you talk about momentum, and that's something key for me coming into this match is the Republic came in off of a very strong preseason with wins, 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 goals, goals, goals. It hasn't been the same story for the real Monarchs. They lost to uh, Reno. They lost to Portland. They, I think they did beat Phoenix, though. So it's kind of been an iffy start. Does the mentality that they have coming in, does, is Republic maybe a little bit more conformed and together with that mentality building in? Do you think that affects Real Salt Lake? I, no, I, was, I was gonna say, I don't, honestly, I, think, I don't think preseason's gonna have any impact on morale or impact how we're playing. We've had some really fantastic preseasons to not necessarily start well. Yeah. It, it, and, and maybe that the, the losses in preseason are going to drive them on Who knows? But, you know, and, and, and I'll compare to football here too real quick. 
know, preseason, especially in football, you start your players you're not going to generally start. You yeah. also see who you're works playing with your, your trial system. List. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a Chargers fan, and the Chargers normally are I'm so aren't... sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> they've, they've historically you not been great. And, but they've been usually fantastic in the preseason. So I don't think preseason has anything to do with it. I think it's a good tool to learn your system, a good tool to experiment with your system, and a good tool to see who's going to fit with your system. Piggyback, uh, piggybacking off what you say, it could be easy for Republic to get complacent. You brought up all the wins we've had, and we've looked very good in these games. It could be easy for those guys to fall into, like, well, we know what we're bringing to the table. This is just another game. They could get lazy, let an easy one in early, and then not be able to break down uh, Real Monarch's defense. And it could be a, a bad result. I don't necessarily think that's going to happen, but it's definitely something that could happen. More the psychology of the game, if you just get complacent out there, you can't approach this game, as with any game, that it's a given. You have to go out there, play a hard 90 minutes, get the advantage on your opponent. Let's jump over and do some starting 11s real quick. Um, this will be the starting 11s that we'll think. This is way too early predictions. I'm sure everyone can agree on. We don't have a whole lot to go off of on these. But it'll be interesting. If you want to put your starting 11 in the comments below, if you're watching on the YouTube, you can go ahead and put the comment below. We'd appreciate that. If you're listening to the podcast, head over to the Facebook, the Twitter. At Facebook, it's Old Glory Red Report. At Twitter, it's Old Glory Red. Check us out. Put a comment over there. We'll start with John. Why don't you go ahead and give us your starting 11? I've, I've had a real hard time with, with the starting You're 11. You're football manager guy here, man. I, I know you I'm a football manager. Check out those I videos. Didn't, I didn't start the, the same squad, guys man. in football manager. <laughs> and I don't know that I necessarily have the same ideology that our manager has. Um, I've had a real hard time. I'd, ideally, um, I probably can't go for back four. I'd like to see Tainter. I'd like to see Horla. I'd like to see Cohen back there. Um, but, you know, honestly, on this one, I'm going to have to defer. We've got so many new signings, so many new guys. I just want to see them in action before I can actually make that, that judgment. And that's it. I, I think that's, it's hard for me to make my own professional prediction uh, on that. Uh, up top, I'd like to see Cameron Awasa. And I'd like to see um, uh, um, Blackwood. Blackwood. But, um, you know. And maybe they're not the two best, according to the coach. I don't know. Yeah, well, because there's the, a lot because of, of the changes of and the overhauls we've seen. I'm not going to make a prediction because I, I think it's very flexible right now. Uh, definitely, that's why I said these are way too early to predict predictions. Uh, we didn't get to see a lot of them in the preseason because the games were not something we could see. So definitely understand where you're coming from on that. Do you want to jump over and go to yours, Mark? Uh, yeah, I think I will nail the starting eleven. I will get all eleven correct. So I will be the opposite. He's so humble. And then he'll take so over humble. football manager too. I want a full suit. Next football manager. I want the full suit full on suit the sideline. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got the hair done up. So I got Josh Cohen, obviously, starting. I mean, I think we can all agree on that one. I, think I have the yes. I think no. we will all agree that Awasa will be our starting striker. I see us playing in a, like a 4-2-3-1 formation. The back four, I got Gomez, Tainer, Elliot Horde, and Harris making his first start with the Republic. I also have, in the middle, Sari and Skundridge. Skundridge, okay. And then the three across in the 4-2-3-1, I got Bijev, Partain, and Tyler Blackwood. And then your boy, Cameron Awasa, starting up top. 
Is your boy his official nickname? We're gonna be its <laughs> score goal score for Sac Republic number thirty one. Cameron, anybody who's watching, it's definitely your boy. Their boy so. It's their boy. <laughs> Last season taught us anything. It definitely is. It's, it's everyone's boy, man. Like, come on. He, can we? Can the USL be like the XFL and can we just put your boy <laughs> on the back of the That would be kit? awesome. I, I'll, I'll get that, that one. That would cycle the Las Vegas Lights have already got that. Yeah, I'm sure right. they do. <laughs> Vince McMahon out there announcing their starting eleven. All right, Task, we'll jump over to you for okay. your starting eleven. Uh, so I have a four-one-three-two. Um, I have Shannon Gomez, uh, Harris, Tainer, and Matt Mahoney making a start for Republic's back four. Uh, Elliot Horde as a solo CDM. Uh, I have Blackwood, Bjev, and Partain as the three, as the midfielders, with Blackwood and Partain pro uh, providing pace along the outside wing, and Awasa and Bonomo up front, Bonomo being the poacher, Awasa being the, uh, the sniper from outside of the box. And uh, that's going to win us the game 18 to nil. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. That, that's my starting line. Do you have some insider info? Uh, Elliot Horde playing in the middle. I, I, what are you talking about? No, no. I, would, Horde I, in the middle. I wouldn't hate to see that. I can't say I, I just would hate it. You know, honestly, I'd, I'd prefer Elliot Horde in a midfielder role. I have no idea what to expect. I just He's been so versatile over We've seen him play in the mid. We've seen him play in defense. He's really an every man. He also scored defender. probably our best goal of the season last year. Uh, that, that, was, yeah, that was a banger. <laughs> against Tulsa? It, it was our best. If there was no net there, that ball would still be flying. <laughs> Which, okay, can we talk about his celebration? He just turned around and started running back to the midfield. Elliot, if you're watching this, let me train you. I will teach you the Fortnite dances. I will teach you <laughs> no, no. some sort of That's celebration. Called, uh, I want to see him do Roberto Hottigan's celebration. Yeah. <laughs> the, the fish flop. Yeah. You know, I want to see that. Like he had been there before, you know. Oh, so like, but come on! Which, it was a huge goal. Really he could have given a little like, you know, all the celebrations. <laughs> he should know all the celebrations. He needs to. Maybe the calm down celebration since it was on the road. Yeah. Let's get right. a little. All right. Anyway. All right. So all right. Topic. we'll go on to my starting eleven. I chose Cohen in the back because I think everyone did. Uh, I'm very similar to Mark with Gomez, Harris, Tainter, and Hort across the back line. Um, I'm also playing in a 4-2-3-1, similar to Mark. Uh, Sari and Partain would be in my uh, center defense. My three across would be Blackwood, Iwasa, and Bija, because they would really dominate the midfield. That's a couple guys that I think could interchange play, too. You could have Iwasa move to the out. You can have, you know, Bija move. And uh, at Swole Park, uh, Blackwood did come in and play a little center forward. So oh, yeah. you could see him do that, maybe. Bija is also able to do that. So I think there's a lot of movement available in that front three. And then Bonomo up top, the big body, doing some hold-up play for us, getting on the crosses coming yeah. in. I think that would be a strong starting 11. John brought up some great points. The coach can go many different ways. You know, we don't know how well Scundridge did in the preseason. Um, uh, Declan is also there. Um, we don't know how well he did in the preseason. So maybe they get the nods over a couple of these other guys. Not too sure. Again, if you want to put your starting 11 down in the comments, we'd love to see them. Let us know. Um, and one point real quick. Sure. I feel like none of you, granted, I don't have room to say this because oh, I didn't create a, I didn't create a starting 11, so I don't know that I have room to say this. But each one of you, and I was shocked, did not include Deckel in your, your starting 11, which I feel he was brought on to replace our leadership that we lost when Moffat retired, and we lost Hall, which both of those guys are experienced guys. Deckel's had a lot of experience. He's an older guy can mentor a lot of the guys that we have. I think he might be our captain. That's just my thoughts. I put Sari in, in that position. For so, me, in my lineup, Sari would be the leader. So I, ju I just want to mention 
that signing that we had. And, you know, obviously, like I said earlier, we've got a lot of good signings, so it's really hard for me to get my starting 11. But I think he's, he needs to be... Was Jeremy Haller captain? I, he was. He was. So now he, we will have a new captain. Definitely. Yeah. So do you think it'll be someone like that, or do you think it'll be somebody like a Wassa or a Cohen? I think it'll be someone like Declan. I, I gotta, I gotta agree. I think it'd be someone like Owasa. Owasa's been with the club for many years. Granted, he had that season away, but you know, as he's I maturing with the club, captain, right? I would say he's, I'd say he's the emotional leader of the team right now. Uh, I'd say he's our captain right now. But then again, I can see somebody more in the midfield being our I think captain Cohen as well. Is a, is a softer voice, so I don't see him necessarily. That's what I was just gonna say. But I would be, we'll see on Saturday, I but I would see, be shocked if Co or if uh, Wassa doesn't have that captain band on. Wassa's a great player. I just don't see him being the leader. I don't see him being the either. voice. Um, I think someone like you said, um, or Sari, comes in with experience. There's a few other players so that we brought guy. in. You're, I think you're, you think it might be a new, a new addition? Um, yeah, I don't see. Maybe even Cohen leading from the back. Okay. Just because he what does have a guy like experience. Tainer? Maybe. I, he's I don't a big-time vocal guy. I think he's guy. a little bit of a hothead, though. Yeah, I don't yeah. see Tainer. Uh, I just don't yeah, see Tainer a little he's bit. He's fiery, but he never really got himself in. I mean, he got a red card last year for a tackle that was, I mean, kind of a no man's land. But he seems to keep it cool enough where he doesn't hurt his team, right? I mean, he didn't have too many bad challenges last season. He didn't get ridiculous red cards or anything like that. So, with that being said, he's not, you know, completely Sergio Ramos red. is yeah. the captain of Real Madrid, by the way. And he, <laughs> there you uh, go. <laughs> he is not someone who hasn't seen a red card once or twice, I'll tell you that. Yeah. That segue, let's go ahead and jump into, in the Western Conference, we're going to have some top players, our top teams coming this year. Let's jump into our top four and the points we think they're going to finish on. Tashka, we'll go ahead and start with you. Why don't you give us your top four and reasons why, just real quick. So I didn't put points because anything point anything can change throughout the season. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's just so tough to gauge season to season for me. Um, in no particular order, uh, I have Phoenix, Sacramento, San Antonio, and Swope Park. Swope Park? Uh, I think Phoenix is a team that's been consistently building their team up. And this might be the season that they just go for broke. Um, they had a really good squad last year. They just came up a little bit short uh, in the playoffs. Uh, San Antonio's another one that's, they've always seemed to give us trouble, give teams in the West trouble. Um, I can see them making a run for the top four in the Western Conference. Salt Park's a little bit trickier just because they're technically a feeder team into an MLS club. Um, but they've always been pretty consistent and the uh, Kansas City ownership group really kind of cares both about their MLS and their lower division team. Now where the lower division team plays at, not necessarily uh, big on their priorities, but uh, you, can, you can see them sneaking into the top four. Uh, I could also see a team like Orange County maybe sneaking their way in, but right now I have uh, Phoenix, Sacramento, San Antonio, and Swole Park, top four. Swole Park, all right, John, we'll jump over to you. All right, so uh, I didn't assign points either. That was really hard for me to do. So you didn't do the homework. I didn't do you know, the homework. I'm going to keep he my points to my damn self because I just didn't no, do no, the no. assignment. I did the homework. I just couldn't decide, just like my starting 11. Sure, John, points, sure. Points are really hard. Okay? Okay. Stop judging me, people. I will not. It's 2019. Um, Stop judging on points. <laughs> so, and, so my top is going to be Phoenix Rising FC. I think they're going to get number one. Uh, they are looking Traitor. for an MLS spot. I know. Who invited They're going to put that money into it. They're going to put you the money the into the players. Know, right? And they're going to 
I think they're going to take the number one seed. Um, I think they're going to be a good team this year. Following closely after that, I've got us. Um, I think we'll be a top two seed. I would love it if we got a number one seed. Uh, I do honestly think that'll go to to Phoenix Rising. I think he's just copying um, those so far. Next, I've got actually Reno 1868. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, well, <laughs> and that is the end of this. He will not be showing up anymore. If somebody wants to fill in for the football manager show, we have an opening. I hate Reno. Uh, oh, yeah, good save. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stop making me cough. I'm sick too, Cowboy. Let's not. Anyways. Um, but they've always had a, they've always fielded a very strong team who scores a lot of goals. Um, I have them coming in at third. Um, I've also got um, the Real Monarchs. I think they'll come in at fourth. And then we've got some honorable mentions uh, to Orange County SC and um, I honestly think the LA Galaxy too. Those are my, my top six actually. I, I laugh, but I, Reno will make the playoffs this time. They'll be in the top six for sure. They are gonna be a good team. We laugh, but I think they'll be a good team this season and it'll be a good challenge when we go up to face this season. You heard it here first, Casey likes I, Reno. I agree, I think Reno will most likely be a playoff team. Uh, however, Everyone agrees. Not going to yeah, yeah be great. In the top four. I'm the jerk. <laughs> my top four, I have Sacramento and Phoenix are probably going to be one and two. Not sure how it'll shake out, but I think that's a pretty. That's where I expect. Uh, my three and four, Orange County, I think will still be a really good team. I have them in my top four, and Oklahoma City Energy FC will be. Wow. Wow. And now, now does that have to do with with uh, uh, just. I'm just throwing it out there. They're okay. going to be the surprise okay. in the top four. I think the other three were there last year. We kind of figured those three are going to be good teams. But I think there's going to be a new addition. I think Monarchs fall out. OKC Energy is the team that kind of surprised team me. that just missed out last year gets into the top four. Wow. So what do you guys think about, like, Las Vegas or the locomotive or? Well, no I, chance. I. <laughs> <laughs> I think Las Vegas will start out strong like they did last season, but I, I just don't think it'll last there. Hey, new manager Eric Wynalda knows how to get it done. It's hype. I don't know. Yeah, oh. I think, I think uh, in addition to OKC, I think St. Louis will be a tough team. I do like Reno to make the playoffs as well. I think that's pretty much, what, like six or seven teams. And, right and St. Louis is in the East now. Too. I was going to say, I thought, I thought they were in the East that now. That is... They, they are, they are. Apologies. They're, they waffle more than they than IHOP does. So let's. You <laughs> I know. think St. Louis would be a good team though, even though they're in the East. I, they, we should probably see them near the top over there. Yeah, they're 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 a solid team, and you know they're going to want to put a quality uh, team on the pitch, considering you know MLS's expansion battle. Yeah. Well, you know. And they usually fill a pretty decent team. They got a pretty decent following. I yeah. think they'll do very well still. Yeah. For me, I have uh, Sacramento, top in the Western Conference this season. Not by much, by only a couple points over Phoenix. I do agree with everybody else. Well, Phoenix the is points, a strong Casey? You said you no, no, the no. Points. I'm keeping my points to myself. No one else did he that. Just wrote, he he just not. wrote 69 four times as the just, points. That's it all was, it was. It was just 69 down the board, yeah. 69 down the Nice. Uh, coming down the goal differential is what you're saying. I, it's going to be a penalty shootout at the end for goal four differential. Four teams on the field. What, two on each end of the field. I, I think just Sacramento. a wall of death. <laughs> I think we will top out Phoenix. I think we've added the firepower up front we needed. I think we added the defense we needed. Phoenix did hold a lot of good players. Um, they lost Drogba, but they have a lot of good players over there. 
I, I think they'll be a strong team. They'll keep us honest the whole fucking time. Uh, for me, after that comes down to San Antonio and Orange County. I think they'll be interchangeable in the three and four spot. They're both teams that did well last season. I think San Antonio underperformed. They can do better. They did retain some players that are very good. They added some good players too. They'll be a very strong season, uh, have a very strong season. And Orange County, at least fourth for me. They're a strong team. They held on to some good players. They have a good management staff over there. It'll be a good season for them as well. Yeah. Yeah, I like San Antonio to bounce back. Plus, they got a really nice stadium. I think it, you know they're a team that should be a playoff team because uh, they are a standalone club, and a lot of fans go to their games. I do watch a lot of their games on ESPN Plus, and like they have a lot of support. I think that's they're a good club for the USL. Since, since my top four was not controversial, I'll throw in. I think New Mexico makes the playoff, and I think. They don't even get into that dumb wild card 9-10 spot playoff. I think they make it cleanly in 8 Like a solid 8. I think they make it solid 8-10. Hmm, okay. That'll be my, like, out-there prediction. I think New Mexico makes it to the playoffs in their inaugural season. All right. And what are, what, what are you thinking about Reno? Is Reno going to? Reno makes it. Reno is 5th, 6th. They make it cleanly. They're not going to have to worry about it. They have a pretty decent team. Uh, they'll be okay. a strong one. Well, actually, well, we, we know that you're a Reno sympathizer, but we were, I was just asking like, oh, where you thought they were. It's not DJ, come on. Oh, I mean, no. let's... Uh, no, I, I, I have to agree. I think Reno has always filled with a strong team. When we play them, it's must-see. You know, must-see. It should be game of the week every time we play on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah, and, and my biggest thing is, if you remember last, last year, we went up three to nothing. And within the space of 10 minutes, they came back. Less. It was five. Was it five? It was five minutes. Pretty incredible. I brought, my, I brought a coworker. Incredible is the word for it, I guess. I wouldn't go with incredible. I'd go. I mean, that was an incredible. Disappointment. Incredible yes. <laughs> not, not incredible in a good way. Just, that was, still, I still don't understand. That was that. interesting. Um, I think, uh, think Reno is going to be. I'll, I'll put them top six. I don't have them in my top four, but they'll either be like five or six seed. Yeah, I don't think At the end of the season. Plus, away, Reno, June 29th, again. I'm celebrating my birthday party. Oh, no. Join oh, us. No. We will be staying the night up there. We will be partying all night long. I so will see you guys at the craft table. We'll put, an event to get, we'll put an event together for that, kind of get an idea of what we're doing, let everyone know so that you guys can come in and join with that. Uh, we'll get a GoFundMe started to make sure John stays up all night. <laughs> Purchase, we'll get Red Bulls. Just, just Red Bulls all night. Just good, rip it up. good luck with that. Good yeah, luck Red, with that. <laughs> Red Bull Vodkas all night for John. All right, so on a lighter note to end tonight's podcast, we did release our jerseys. We got a new home jersey, not an away jersey, which is kind of a weird thing for me. The, the sash and then the hoops, it's kind of weird. But we'll start over with John. John, what do you think of the new jersey? I, thought, I think the new jersey looks good. I would have preferred, preferred to see a sash on the white jersey like we used to have with the white jersey with the old glory red hoop red sash. I would have preferred that. I think the New Jersey looks good. I don't think it's a huge change from what we've had um, with the old glory red. Um, so I'm not as hyped about it as some other people are, but I know what people love the sash, and uh, I just prefer it's on the, the white. Mark, yeah, your thoughts? Uh, you know, I think most people are happy with it. Uh, a lot of Republic fans from the beginning have been calling for the sash to make a comeback. Twitter every day. Back. It's a little more subtle this time, but I think it's a nice little ode to the past. 
And hey, man, uh, I think it's exactly the sign that we need to make another championship run. Oh, I, uh, I don't think that is. Uh, it doesn't matter what's on the jersey as long as the results are on the pitch. What about Las Vegas? Uh, Las Vegas? <laughs> you gotta have the smiley uh, face on the bottom, otherwise I'm not. Uh, they should put a quail on the underside <laughs> of our kit. Uh, I like the sash coming back, obviously being a day one uh, season ticket holder, I love it. Um, I would have liked to seen the sash be a little bit more distinct color. I would have seen the black come back or like on the white jersey as well. But um, I'm just happy, you know, the season's right around the corner. The jersey's out, like the excitement's there around the city. And it's exciting time for Sacramento sports. The Kings are playing a lot better. You know, Republic looks like they're poised to make a really good run at it this year. So I'm hoping PMP is just going to be like how it was season one, just packed out all the time. I know TBB is going to be having fun. Should be a good season. I like the sash. I'm glad it's back. I like the original sash. I wasn't a big fan of last season jerseys, um, the stars on the arms yeah. and all that. Just wasn't a huge fan of it. This, to me, looks a lot better. I am confused to why we have a sash on one and hoops on the other. That's a little odd to me, but I just bought the away hoop jersey, so let's keep it for another season. It stays fresh. <laughs> I'm good with that. Um, you know, I'm excited for this season. I think, you know, no matter what jersey, like you said, we wear, it's going to be a good season for us. Let's wrap this up with the final thought. We'll start with our guest, you know, about anything we talked about tonight. Just your final thoughts. Um... Final score on Saturday, Republic 2, uh, Real Monarchs 2. Uh, I think it's going to be exciting uh, at both ends. Uh, <laughs> you, just, you just sympathize with Reno. Calm down. Oh. Um, no, I think uh, it could be 2-2. Two, two. I, think, I think two goals go in for each team. Um, just to keep the, uh, you know, as with how it's been for uh, like last season's game at Papa Murphy's Park. It's always a good game between these teams. And they, they play well. They, the two match up well. Um, thank you guys for having me on the, the show this week. I hope I can help out more now that I'm not super crazy busy anymore. But You're always welcome to come out with us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Follow my band. P.S. Look down. P.S. Look down. Facebook, music. Twitter. Shameless plug. I don't care. I'm a, I'm a businessman. <laughs> Can I do a shameless plug? There'll be now? a link. No, nobody wants to listen. There'll to be noise. a link in the description <laughs> below if you guys want to check out their music. Go to that description. Go to that link. They'll see it. They do albums out. coming out soon called Maiden Voyage. So, Alex set the ta uh, Alex Tasha set the the tone here. Let's go ahead and get your score prediction as well as your last thought. That's a tough one. I think with the, our energy, our new signings, I think we'd go up two one. I think Cameron Wallace scores his first goal, and. Um, I think we ultimately end up winning it. I think there's going to be a lot of really good energy. Um, there's just something about this season that I've not felt in a couple of years. I'm very excited. I get the feeling a lot of other people are very excited. And, and I think we see that on the pitch. I think our guys perform well. I think we win 2-1. And uh, dang, I'm excited. Very good start of the season. Yeah, I actually have us winning this game two goals to zero. We will win this game, and not only that, the Sash is back. We will win the USL Championship this Hot year. Hot take. I Hot like take, it. everybody. I like it. Uh, Hot take. I, take it. I actually have uh, an agreement with the TBB. If, uh, if Republic pulls out the win, I said this, you know, if they win the, the title, 
I have to get a unicorn tattooed on my body somewhere. Anywhere? Uh, I get to choose and the size, <laughs> but it will be done. It'll be an old boy red unicorn. So a full back unicorn? Is uh, I have that one uh, saved for Bruce Bochy's uh, full body one after he retires. But no, I'll get a unicorn. <laughs> Uh, probably somewhere next to my TVB tattoo uh, if we win yeah. the title this year. I mean, I know it's bold, uh, but I, I really do think that this is the strongest we have looked on paper going into a season since the inaugural season. I'm I say that with full yeah. confidence. I will be supremely disappointed if we don't have a great season. Obviously, in the playoffs, it's a one and done. You can have a bad game, you're out. You can lose in penalties, you're out, you know? Yeah. It's just a one-off, a one right? But I do feel confident enough that this team will make a deep run this year. And hopefully luck will be in our favor and we will win our second USL championship. I would just like to host the championship game that no matter awesome. what. Yeah. I, uh, myself, am with Mark on the 2-0. I feel like our defense is strong this season. I feel like in preseason they showed that they can keep the clean sheets with Cohen and goal. I have no doubt we're going to see this clean sheet and many more this season. It's a strong defensive lineup, a strong keeper in goal. I think we're going to be a defensive powerhouse, so 2-0 for me on that. My final thought is I think it is going to be a great season. Come out to the tailgates, enjoy. Sign oh, up yeah. for TVB. They have a great package. Oh, yeah. There'll be a link in the description to the TVB as well. Go over there, get your membership. It's very cheap. It's like 25 bucks. 20 bucks this year. You 20. get the pin. You get the scarf, as always. And Kristen designed a killer scarf this year it looks amazing i can't wait to get mine uh, a couple other great things but you know you get access to the away day trips that we all do you get uh access to our paint night you get to help out with our tifos which is actually going on right now i might get over there and say the second one you know that would break tradition i can't help you out with that one you're just gonna have to get out there saturday and see it oh i'll be out there that sounds good we're we'll gonna have to go stand on the other side of the field to see it you have to get underneath it to like... i wait until they show it on the camera so I can and then you just sprint the over to the section there you go <laughs> <laughs> the old glory red report will be out at the tailgates we have our own spot as far as well as the tv so get out there and check us out if you want to get your opinion heard, come out and talk with me and Mark. We'll be doing some interviews before the game. We'll be doing some live on Facebook. Uh, you know, we'll be trying to get you guys' voice out there as much as we can before the game. Uh, as soon as we get any information on lineups, we'll also have that out. So definitely come out and join us. Have a talk. Any of us out here would be happy to hear from you guys. Uh, thanks again to Fort Rock for having us out. We're shooting live at Fort Rock on all these podcasts on the State of the Republic. Uh, we've had some great beers from them tonight. A great time being out here, so you're always welcome to come check us out here as well. You can check us out on Facebook at Old Glory Red, Instagram at Old Glory Red. Facebook is the Old Glory Red Report. We are on YouTube, of course, if you're watching us on YouTube. Subscribe, like, big old thumbs up is great. We appreciate it. Anyone else have anything to say before yeah, we Yeah, share, uh, invite your friends. Invite your friends to our page, to our YouTube channel. We want to reach as many Republic fans as possible. There's going to be some exciting news regarding MLS upcoming later on this year. Um, you know, even people who aren't necessarily the biggest Republic FC fans, they're probably interested in maybe having another professional first division team in this city, this great city of Sacramento. So... Invite those people to our page. We want to reach them, and we are going to have a lot of fun this year. Exactly what Casey said, doing tailgating. We're going to be doing live videos. We'll talk to you, get your opinions, find out what you're drinking, what other stuff you like, what other teams you root for, and all that good stuff. Get involved. This is the best time to get involved with the team. Absolutely. Get involved.
Thank you for watching this video. Again, thanks to Fort Rock for having us. There'll be a video popping up over here somewhere right now. It'll be John playing some football manager, so check that out. There'll be a video that YouTube thinks you'll really enjoy over here. Subscribe in the middle down here. If you're not already subscribed, tell a friend to subscribe. We'd appreciate that. Until next time, Alex Tasker, Mark Anthony, Jonathan Glatz, I'm Casey J. Thanks for listening. We're the Old Glory Red Report, and until next time.